This week on Ultra 64, we take the bait and play some Worms Armageddon. Welcome to Ultra 64. We are the Internet's comprehensive Nintendo 64 podcast. Each and every damn son of a bitch in week, we are playing a different randomly damn selected game from the Nintendo 64 library, and we are playing it, and we are swearing needlessly for no reason whatsoever, and my name is Steve Guntley. I am Banana Bomb Woody Siskowski. <laughs> we are very excited to be joined by a special guest. Please introduce yourself, special guest. Oh, my name is Doug McCambridge, and thank you, fellas, for having me. I'm so excited to be oh, here. We're very happy to have you i'm a big fan of doug's podcast uh good times great movies where they are listen uh are talking about different kind of times and my favorite kind of movies so. <laughs> you don't like great times great movies nope. no it's like I, I want i want the times to be good i want the movies to be great exactly yeah no i appreciate well, that what, what, what do they do on that podcast doug Oh, you're asking me. I thought I thought this was just a conversation between the two of you about oh, yeah. my podcast, which, you know, <laughs> that, that's fantastic. No, no we, we only watch, talk about you when you're not here. Yeah. No, it, you know, it's funny because I heard about you guys through the Flophouse. Ah, uh, yeah. And we also advertised on there at one point. Oh, nice. It, yeah, it was, it, it was okay, but it's weird to advertise on a show that kind of does the same thing as you do. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say to your listeners, if you like what they do on the flop house and just want more of it <laughs> go to good times great movies uh my co-host is a female so if you like the episodes with Callie Hagland, i guess it's sure. more akin to that i guess yeah yeah and they're only movies from the 80s we don't so, we don't go outside of that decade are they actually great movies or are no. they quote oh, unquote no. oh they're quote unquote i, great I actually have a little bit of a beef with you because you know i like the show and i always nope. like to watch the movies before i listen sure. to the episode and a couple weeks ago you guys made me watch a movie called party camp holy shit and i'm still very that? angry about that Ooh, yeah uh, Ooh. first of all you're doing it the right way great yeah. good on you um but yeah a lot of the movies are really really terrible but i i, I feel like we run the gamut for every party camp we do a temple of doom so sure. you did a blue velvet not too long blue ago velvet yeah yeah, yeah. yeah for so every blue velvet you do a hard ticket to hawaii oh oh have you done hard ticket to <laughs> we hawaii have yet? not done that oh yet. it's so good i love oh, it but i mean it's party, amazing party camp was rough because i think there's nothing really quite as bad as a bad comedy like a bad unfunny lazy comedy those are just like the worst of the worst for the, me and that it, one was one of the worst i'd ever seen it's terrible i mean it, it's it's doesn't even become a USA Up All Night movie. Like it's it's yeah. not even to that level of interesting bad or so bad it's good. I guess right. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Just, that was just a difficult movie to sit through. So everybody definitely go back, uh, uh, find that episode of Good Times, Great Movies, and uh, that's that's a good starting place if you want to. Well, I was going to say it? just delete that, just skip that, and do <laughs> other ones. Huh? I mean, yeah. I, would would you still? Yeah, no, when that episode came out, you called that the worst of the worst that you've done. Would you that still was, say that's true with time uh, uh, having passed? True. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Still. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we thought it's hard to do. Red Sonia. Red Sonia was Ooh. really bad, and we thought that might have been the worst, but. 
It's going to be difficult for us to find something as bad as Party Camp. It's true. It's hard to track that yeah. down. Yeah. Well, today we are talking about a game called Worms Armageddon. Very, uh, very uh, smooth segue. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah. Smooth as, as if I had no spine and as I was inching into the next... Effortlessly, yes. effortlessly along a slimy ground. <laughs> I'm producing the mucus <laughs> myself. Yeah. Uh, Doug, are, worms, you... are worms slimy? Oh, yeah, they're definitely slimy. Yeah, Have you okay. never touched a worm? Have you uh, never? <laughs> like, do worms produce their own slime? I guess so they're like, they're a part of the slug family. I mean, I can't imagine someone else is producing the slime for them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah I'm assuming it's secreted somehow. All right, and it's probably enough. it's probably some condensation from the soil and whatnot. Sure, I, don't know. I should have looked into the history of actual in, the animal worms, you know, before I started the this game. The history just, of I the should animal. Have. Okay, I should All have. Right. We yeah. got we got to fill fifty minutes somehow, man. Yeah, what day of the week did God create worms? I don't uh, remember. I think he was getting pretty tired by that one. <laughs> so that was that was the evening of the sixth day. He was like, oh, we need one more animal. There were some little doodles in the margins of his oh, notes. He's yeah. like, ah, good enough. He just rolled up the play-doh of carbon. He just <laughs> And like, man, these things, I'm just cranking these out. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is simple, but yeah. whatever. I'll just put it in the dirt and it'll it'll live off its own poop. Well, this is um, going well. Doug, you requested to be on this game specifically. Now, why did you want to be on this one? I, I did. Um, I'm going to take a guess. Now, I've listened to your podcast. I enjoy it. Uh, first of all, I am going to be the worst host you ever had because my oh, your, your video game that's knowledge not, that's is part for the course. Yeah, yeah, most of our guests don't know anything. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, no, they no, don't no, no, know I'm anything, just saying the only <laughs> systems I've ever owned, I had a Sega Genesis, a PlayStation 2, and currently a PlayStation 3. Now, in there, you'll notice that there's no Nintendo 64. That's okay. So I'm I'm going to guess that I'm probably about 10 years older than you guys. I don't know how old you are, but I I think I've inferred that from the podcast. Mid-30s. Yeah. So, the, okay. All right. So this game came out the year after I graduated college. Okay. And my roommate at the time, he had a Nintendo 64. I literally only played two games on the system. One was uh, James Bond with Gold... Goldeneye. Uh, uh, Gold yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the other was Worms, because they were the only two-player games that he had. That makes sense. Okay. So, and I knew, I mean, I reached out, and I know you have a massive audience. So I was like, I am not going to hmm. get on the Goldeneye. Well, so there's no we're just, way. We're just going to propagate that stereotype. Yeah, let's keep that right, going. Yeah, let's exactly. let people know. <laughs> people were beating down the door to get on that episode. I was like, I could probably sneak onto Worms since it's the only other game on the system that I've ever played. Okay, fair um, enough. You, I mean, so, you yeah, are so, you I mean, are correct. I've like asked people, like, is there any N64 game you want to be on? And they're like, how about Goldeneye? And I'm yeah. Like, yeah, that's everyone. Okay, how about Smash Brothers? And you're like, come on. Be, have some ingenuity here, people. <laughs> yeah, nobody wanted to play Arrow Fighters Assault. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Yeah. So, yeah, so like any, any you know, people in their young 20s who have their first real job at a college and, and live in a shitty apartment, and, you know, after a day of work, we'd come back, perhaps get nicely toasted, sure. and it was a fun game to Worm play. Worm seems was, like an excellent game to play it, nicely toast. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It is. It was relaxing. It, you know, you have multiple characters, so if one of yours dies, well, you have another two to three When there. you inevitably accidentally jump into the ocean, <laughs> yep. or you, you set the dynamite and then accidentally run the wrong way. Damn downward. it. Why yeah. must you mock me? Far too many times, and we probably played co-op 90% of the time. Nice. He knew the game. He knew the system. I'm fumbling with the controls and, you know, I'm a hindrance to anybody trying to 
beat a computer. How did so? How did you do co-op? It's like you and him were on one team against a computer. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You can split it up. You know, you get. You know, I get half the worms. He gets half the worms. Okay, got it. And you just take yeah. turns. You just, just take okay. turns. Sure. Yep. See, so, yeah, I think this is a really good like four play. I think this is one of those games that gets better the more people you have playing it. Um, I think, and, and because it speeds things along too, because well, it speeds things along because you can just chat with your friends. As For sure, having, yeah. The computer AI is very slow. In very, this game. very slow. Yeah, this is not one I'd recommend playing by yourself. But we'll, we'll get into that. Let's talk a little bit about artillery games. This is the genre that Worms would be included in. This is one of the smaller genres we've looked at besides from whatever Shadowgate was. Uh, Mac Venture, that was what that was yeah. called. Yeah, no, I would say there's probably more... Yeah, you're right. I, yeah. I think the artillery... The artillery genre is like big in like flash games. If you're going to play yeah. games in your browser, like there's a lot of them. Oh yeah, I mean it's it, they originate from pretty early in video game history. The genre has its roots in a game called War Three, which was developed by computer scientists back in 1972 before commercial video games were even a market. Uh, well, so it, well, it was just kind of it made sense if you hadn't played War One and War Two. Uh, I would hope so. Okay, I would hope so. Yeah. I guess it's supposed to be World War Three. I'm wondering War maybe they didn't want maybe they didn't have like the copyright to world war three yeah. like that was already spoken for um, but yeah God basically had the copyright to the world the the idea of uh an artillery game is basically that it's usually tanks you're usually on opposite sides of a screen and it's all about like aiming and lobbing like realistic physics projectiles at each other until the it's other one dies like it's taking turns yeah so you can usually move but you usually move like really slow yeah and so it's sort of just about gauging about gauging distances. Yeah, exactly. And uh, now, I, yeah, I have a question just to derail this immediately. Um, since I did own a Genesis, have either of you played General Chaos? Yes. No, I never have. What's that? Um, it is a three-on-three, like, military simulation that's very cartoony. Um, yes. That sounds dope. It's oh, sorry. What? what yeah. And so, it, it, what was yeah. your question about General Chaos? No, no. no yes, I, I have I mean, played this, it. It's very cool. Again, this reminds me of General Chaos hmm. in that you hmm. have multiple characters. Um, it's not turn-based the way this is, but you get to choose your fighters. There's like a machine gun guy and a dynamite guy, and so then you can switch back and forth between them and move them around in a in a little board. The camera doesn't move. It's everything's just static. But you can hide behind rocks and, and then one button all your guys fire at the same time the more i talk about it the more this game doesn't remind well, me of that. <laughs> one, way, one way that it does i mean I, a kudos to you for bringing up general chaos that's a game i've probably tried to find excuses to bring game. up many times oh, and i've not got a chance amazing but, um I, it does remind me of that in the way that it's sort of like a military like theme game of everyone blowing each right. other up but it's super duper cartoony and that's sort of what the style that worms is too yeah, yeah. Uh, some other examples of artillery games would include the creatively named Artillery, the even more creatively named Artillery Simulator, uh, the actually creatively named Smithereens, and Scorched Earth. Um, I would say the Worm series is probably the best-known example of this genre today, but uh, you can look at a little game called Angry Birds and definitely see some early DNA oh, for yeah, uh, yeah, for the artillery right. game. I you remember know. there was a web browser game called Pocket Tanks that was, oh, uh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a big deal, I think, over playing that in mm-hmm. middle school. Okay, yeah, I, I vaguely remember that um i want to talk about one specifically yeah. um called death tang ziwi 
which is one of my uh, one of my favorite games. When on the rare situations, I have many people over to my house. We play. I make people play Sega Saturn, mm-hmm. and I have like eight <laughs> controllers for it and two multitaps. And I'm like, we're gonna play something besides Bomberman. We play Bomberman for a little bit. But uh, then you beat up Death Tank Zeewee, which was a game that was like a hidden game in the code of Duke Nukem. What? And then they were finally able to, like, you could unlock it with a secret. And then, um, so I like burned a burned a disc that's only Death Tank Zeewee. And it's like an eight-player artillery game. Oh, my um, God. It's, it's all in real time. You don't take turns. So you're just driving around, mm-hmm. and it's just very chaotic and fun. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I want to try that. It's good. I think that we've played it, Steve. So it have we? did not resonate with you, <laughs> but I don't know. Wait, what? I, I'd have to see okay. it again. I don't know, because okay. it, it's not ringing a bell. But I, I, may, I would yeah. say, have you ever been to Woody's house? apparently, <laughs> he makes everyone who well, enters only, his home do Only this. in the situations <laughs> where he was there with six other people. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right, okay. Uh, Yeah. Very specific. So let's talk a little bit about Worms, the series. Uh, So the series, interestingly, was actually created as part of a contest. Uh, There's a magazine over in England, or there was, called Amiga Format Magazine, and they sent out a a programmer contest to see who could create the best game using a new programming language called Blitz Basic. Uh, And Andy Davidson was a young programmer from Yorkshire who wound up submitting a game called Total Wormage. Uh, The game was kind of inspired by uh, the game Artillery, actually, that we talked about a second ago. And in the early development, uh, he used characters from uh, Lemmings, and it was like a Lemmings tank game. I could see um, And he made that in high school, and all of his friends were really into it. But he knew he couldn't actually get the rights to the Lemmings characters, so he redesigned it with his own characters. And he named it after his favorite game at the time, which was Total Carnage, the amazing omnidirectional uh, shooter. That's the sequel to Smash TV. Is that the sequel to yeah. Smash TV? Oh, okay, cool, cool, oh, cool. Okay. Um, it is not aged well with its wacky Gulf War-style humor. <laughs> oh, it's so over the top. <laughs> yeah. It's so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Total Wormage did not win the magazine contest. But Davidson kept developing and refining the game, and he tried to uh, shop it around to various European publishers. Uh, Finally, when representatives from the British developer Team 17 saw a demo at the trade show, they bought it on the spot, and they hired Davidson to shepherd the series to PCs. So the original Worms debuted on Amiga in 1995, and it became popular very quickly. Uh, The game was actually ported onto a bunch of stuff. Game Boy, Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, Saturn... Jaguar, PlayStation, and uh, many other different varieties of PCs. Uh, Worms 2 hit a little bit after that in 1997, and uh, this one introduced uh, online gameplay to the equation. Mm -hmm. Um, That year, actually, PC Gamer nominated that for Best Multiplayer Game of the Year, which it ultimately lost out to, to a game we just talked about a few weeks ago, Rainbow Six. So, which was, like, one of our favorite multiplayer experiences on the game series so far. And I feel like Worms 2 was kind of, uh, like, that was sort of, like, if you look at screenshots for Worms 1, like, it is very dated looking. It looks very much like a browser game. Yeah, 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 exactly. The worms have no real personality. No. Um, and Worms 2, sort of, they figured out the look for the series. They got this nice, bright, cartoony look, and there's a lot more personality, and they use the same voices. And so, like, yeah. Worm, they, they Googled the eyes, too. Yeah. Like, they're they googly-er. made them extra googly. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas Worms Armageddon, which I think is the third one, it's the third, yeah. Um, is. It's a very small step up from that, graphically, at least. Oh, yeah. Style. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Uh, all told, there have been 21 games in the Worms series wow. since it is first started, and that's what? that's not including uh, all the different expansion packs that were released, and there are also a bunch of different weird spin-offs like Worms Crazy Golf and things like that, so there's a lot of games in the Worms series. Yeah. It's weirdly prolific. Um, the Worms series has even inspired its own imitators, like Snails, uh, Worms with a U... <laughs> which is the most blatant one. And uh, the PS1 game Hogs of War, which was released just a few months before the N64 port of Armageddon came out. So that's like kind of a 3D spin on this formula. Uh, And it's not good, from what I recall. All right. Well, let's talk about this game a little bit. Worms Armageddon was released March 30th, 2000, developed by Teen17 and published by Infogram. Infogram, I'm sorry. I always get that wrong. And it's also released... We haven't released, seen Infogram in a while. We haven't. Uh, this was also released on Windows, Mac, PS1, Game Boy Color, and Dreamcast. So Infogram, of course, uh, has been a frequent topic of discussion in the show, and we'll continue to go into it once we talk more about canceled games, because they have a lot of them. Uh, long story short, the company made a big push to become a major player player in the video game market they brought they bought a ton of struggling european studios and then they couldn't keep up with the expansion and they folded and that left a lot of studios just dead and a lot of finished games like without a home so we'll get back to them eventually uh, Team 17 was formed in 1990 uh, when British developer 17-bit games and Swedish developer Team 7 merged. Ah. So, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a merger. They should have been Team 23, right? I mean, no, that's 24. 24. Team 24. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> my my, my joke was not mathematically sound. <laughs> uh, so they first came to prominence with a series called Alien Breed, uh, which is like a top-down action shooters that was kind of, well, you say inspired but really it directly ripped off Aliens, the movie, the, the mm-hmm. James Cameron movie. Um, these days, the Worms series makes up pretty much all of their output, but they have a few mm-hmm. notable deviations. Uh, their biggest non-Worms franchise is, of course, the utterly delightful party game Overcooked, yeah. one, of my, uh, one of my favorite uh, screaming match games <laughs> yeah. you can have with people. Uh, they did the spiritual successor to Banjo-Kazooie, which is called Ukulele, uh, which I still have not played. I heard it was kind of meh. Uh, they did a game called Yoku's Island Express for the Switch last year, which was one of my favorite games of the year and uh, on the bad side they released the universally reviled leisure suit larry box office bust uh one of one of the modern leisure suit larry games that were extra gross and extra misogynist um and then the company also eventually got to work on a remake of lemmings but sadly for andy davidson who created worms he was not with the company at the time do you think do you think there's a home Sorry, do you think there's no. a home for Leisure Suit Larry in our world? Like, no. I, yeah, no. I, that's the thing is people are like push. They're like, let's get that. They've tried so many times for a revival. There was a new one I think that came out last year. Oh yeah, and it's like, why is there a push for this? Like, I this was never yeah. good, and like. Why does it need to? It seems even less yeah. of its time now. It's it's cheap, and I think it's playing on nostalgia for people who like. Oh yeah, I vaguely remember that game because you know if you if you played it when the original Leisure Suit Larry games were out, it's like, ooh, this is so shocking. This is such like a dangerous game for me to be playing when it's I'm the most 10 or whatever. Game <laughs> where you're hunting Leisure yeah. Suit Larry yeah. <laughs> through the land of the lounge lizards. Exactly. <laughs> but it never even seemed like a game. Like it wasn't enjoyable. I mean, at least to me. Five minutes after seeing it and going, oh, my God, this is what this is. I don't know. I, I would lose interest. I'm like, I have no interest in continuing. It's a weird novelty. Yeah. Fine, it, was essentially, it. it was essentially the video game equivalent of, like, um, the teen sex comedies where you sure, would, like, sure. 
suffer yeah. through like an hour of garbage you're like there's got to be some nudity here somewhere like not really but like in the video game it was much longer to suffer through mm -hmm. well and that's the and thing then, like, the, the nudity was much more pixelated in in the early games i remember wasn't it like yeah because even if you're like a horny kid picking up this game like you're not going to get any satisfaction from it because it's it's all about him not being able to score right. yeah because he's a weird little loser right. right so it's like what's the end game here <laughs> anyway yeah we went off on a Leisure Suit Larry tangent, as we are wont to do. Uh, Worms Armageddon, back to that. Uh, it originally was intended as an expansion pack to Worms 2, mm -hmm. and it had the frankly much better title, Wormageddon. I don't know why they didn't just keep the portmanteau. It's way better. Uh, yeah. Um, during development, the programmers decided to make a standalone game. Uh, it was released on PCs in early 1999. It went on to become, uh, I think, probably the fan favorite to the degree that this series has fans, yeah. Uh, which yeah, yeah, it, it must. Fans. It yeah. must. It's got like thirty games. Um, so it was a popular online title thanks to the uh, the WormNet platform that they <laughs> built for themselves. And a lot of the groundwork from the series is still present today. The developers actually decided to base the 2016 game Worms WMD on this game's engine because it's the most popular one. And uh, they did a reboot, a series reboot. And then when they did a sequel to that, it was called Worms 2 Armageddon, just to make everything confusing <laughs> for no reason. I, I mean, I feel like the reason that this, I mean, this sequel, this series is, like, somewhat popular, but I feel like the reason that it sort of has so many games in the series is because it's probably very cheap for them to keep pumping out these games. Yeah. Since they're based mm -hmm. on the same foundation of gameplay and graphic, like, things don't change very much. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, all the design, the environments are just very static yeah yeah so they're just like all right we just the art design for this takes like mm -hmm. one guy can design a level in like a day right yeah yeah well there was uh, there was and i don't know if it's the it's the, the direct sequel to this but there was a worms 3d i mean it might have just been called worms 3d yeah that then my friend and i tried to play and i forget what system it was for it may have been for the wii or maybe it was for playstation yeah around there yeah it was wildly complicated. Like this in three day, three D was so wonky and so confusing, and the physics made no sense. And it was this kind of I don't game. Know, we sat there for hours and was like, "This is worthless." Trying to figure right. this out. This, I, this game would not work in three D. No, not at all. Because not trying at all. to gauge, it's difficult enough to try and gauge the distances of your yeah. shot when it's just two dimensions. Yeah, without having mm -hmm. to worry about how far to one side you're going. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So this game, uh, hopefully your friend uh, held on to his cartridge, because this game is actually one of the rarest and most valuable games on the system now. I I'd say probably after Clay Fighter Sculptor's Cut and Super Bowling, I, th I think this is probably the most valuable one. I looked on eBay. A, a loose card goes for about 120 to 150 right now. Yeah. Uh, complete in box is close to like 2000 so it, it, it's, well. uh, it's hard to find. <laughs> If I could, if I could give a little peek behind the curtain, please. Uh, uh, well, when you when I said I would do this, and not when I said I would do this, but <laughs> I asked him, and and you said yes, great. I realized, oh, okay, I don't have the game or the system, so I contacted my friend, got the game, got the system from him, and while my wife and I were on vacation, our basement flooded, destroying 
his system oh, wow. and the game. Oh no. Oh no. So so maybe I so shouldn't then, maybe I shouldn't be actively advertising how valuable this game is just in case no, you need to weasel out of it. <laughs> no, right. No, I I I'm sure he knows. And so again, to prepare for this episode, uh my wife and I went away um for our anniversary and uh one evening she spent watching the uh 90210, you know, reboot or whatever yeah. it is, and I spent sitting in a different room staring at my phone watching someone play worms (laughs) so honestly i have not touched this game in probably 20 years that's okay or not 20 years 19 years now so this should be pretty exciting (laughs) Um, but yeah i i told my friend about it and his response was just Okay, don't worry about it. Oh. But I know that that means I'm going to have to figure something out. Here. That's a good dude, at least. That's <laughs> yeah. a good dude to take that well. Yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. That's a bummer, though. Oh, man. Yeah, that I hurts know. my little collector heart, too. Just like I thinking know, about it. I, oh, I have so much of my, all of my games are in the basement, so that's scary to me. <laughs> I, saw your, I saw your basement photos. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. thanks. I've been it working on nice. it. I've been working on it. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's livable now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, really no big secret as to why this one is valuable. It came out late in the system's life cycle they didn't produce very many copies of it and it was more popular on other platforms i actually had this on dreamcast right around this time and i played the hell out of it on dreamcast i really enjoyed it Mm. um i would say it plays on the n64 just as well um actually a little better a little faster uh dreamcast was faster than dreamcast Dreamcast has load times yeah dreamcast has some load times not feel faster than anything (laughs) it does not it does not but uh, this game was pretty well received uh the game spy back in the day named this as number 18 on their list of the 20 best N64 games, which probably a little wow. too high for me. I don't think it's going to make it that no, high no. for me, but uh, I do enjoy it. And it's pretty universally acclaimed across all platforms. But uh, according to uh, GameRankings.com, uh, PC version is the one you want to get think, first, and then this. I think Worms is a PC series at heart. Oh, yeah. Um, because mm. the, the controls just feel like... I feel like it's much more natural to play these sort of slow strat- strategic games on a PC, mm-hmm. whereas... It feels fine to like hold the control or press an arrow key on your keyboard and have your worm sort of inch along. Yeah. But when you use your joystick and your guy moves just so slow, it does not. It, it is kind of annoying. Yeah, definitely. Um, and especially with like the on- online modes, being able to set options. One thing I notice about this game is the interface is like super clunky. It looks really cheap in the mm. N64. It game. does kind of. Yeah, the UI um, in the beginning yeah. is really kind of uh, uh, like all the options are like space super far away um, yeah. taking up way too much of the screen it I looks like, like a mid 90s website right yeah. It, it, it yeah. exactly yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because they just took the PC version and just ported it straight away instead of optimizing it right. to be on a console and so like these changes would be a lot more intuitive if you were navigating with a mouse yeah yeah I think so uh, so the gameplay for people who aren't familiar with this series, it's it's turn-based. Each player controls a team of up to four worms on a randomly generated 2D playing field. Well, mostly randomly generated. Some of them are yeah, pre-designed. Yeah, you can choose predetermined ones. Yeah. Um, the gimmick here is that because you're a worm, you move very slowly. You don't have a lot of mobility, but you do have a crazy huge arsenal at your disposal. Uh, there is no plot in this game. I don't know why these worms are fighting. I don't know who gave them access to weapons of mass destruction. And where, and where they keep these weapons. Yeah. I want to know what this is if this was like a buck bumble situation at least that's like clearly in a garden it's like in a it's in a human world this seems to be like a 
completely divorced from anything. And, and the, the levels are like super different and surreal. Like one of your options is a pumpkin patch, mm. or you can be in a, a library full of books. Yeah, and you're like, or or a construction <laughs> site, and you're like, or these like are a, very strange options. My favorite is the the football field with just random football helmets growing out of the ground yeah. like pumpkins, like, <laughs> and the. The thing that always, like, was, I don't know, it's this, like, the nitpickiest thing, but, like, when you do damage in this game, it all looks the same regardless of the surface, you know? It all Mm -hmm. looks like you're just kind of taking big bites out of, like, a backdrop, Mm -hmm. you know? So then it raises the question, are these just, like, play acting? Like, are these these worms, like, in a play and they're just destroying each other like Mario 2? I don't know. I don't know. I have no story. I played this, I kind of... I wondered why worms were the thing, like why worms were the characters. Like, wouldn't it be, and and maybe it wouldn't be as good, but what if they were those plastic toy soldiers, those those green toy soldiers? The size would still work. You still have limited mobility because your legs are basically stuck to a flat piece of plastic. And it would make sense for them then to have weapons, right? I don't, I don't know. If was that toys? Th- was that kind of what the original army trademark. men was like? Wasn't the original? Oh, was that a game? Wasn't the, there, there, there was, was a series army, of yeah. army men but games? It, it, it's <laughs> much newer. Okay. It's newer than these worms games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, my, I don't know about the army men game, but my theory mm-hmm. of why it was worms originally is because that was way easier to animate and yeah. draw and design. Mm, yeah. um, and the other reason that I think it was works is because. Even though, like, having toy soldiers is still pretty wacky, mm. having worms allows them to fully lean into the wackiness. And so okay, some sure. example of your arsenal are, obviously, you have your standard weapon is a bazooka, yeah. which you'll aim and it'll blow up part of the level. You have um, grenades and a cluster bomb, um, some lower, some smaller arms, like a shotgun, a little mm-hmm. Uzi, a uh, handgun. Um, but you also have, like, super crazy weapons. Mm. Um there's a sheep that you can throw out and it'll sort of hop around the ground and you can detonate it yep. at will. Um, there's the holy hand grenade from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, yeah. which is delightful. Yeah. I was very excited to see that um, the first time I played Worms. Since uh, It's super crazy powerful and it does yeah. a hallelujah whenever it blows yeah, right. up. And I mean, explodes. they pulled that straight from Monty Python, too. Mm-hmm. I don't think they gave them credit. Oh, yeah. and, and I think that kind of helps feed into the very British sense of humor mm-hmm. about this whole series. You know, it, it is very British in its heart. And like, yes. Uh, I, I think having wacky talking worms with silly voices is just a very British thing somehow. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they have the... Do You can choose when you design your teams. You can uh, name your team, give them all your worms' custom names, and then choose what language they speak. Right. Um, so they the default language is this very high-pitched British, which kind of sounds like the Monty Python female characters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brian! Yeah. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. why don't you leave the frankincense and mirror here next time? Oh, I got became Scottish. <laughs> was, um, and um, you can they can speak German, French. Um, they can also do one of the voices is Soul Man. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's a little. Good. That's not but good. The Kamikaze one wasn't great. The Kamikaze either. one also nope. not great. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, high, high pitched Japanese yeah. voice. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, some of those have not aged terribly well. Uh, yeah, the voices get progressively racist the deeper you go. I don't read any malice into no, it, but also no, like no, no, it no, was no, just kind no. of like dumb and insensitive, kind of stupid thing yep. to do in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. I also find like the worms never really say anything that's very interesting. It's kind of like ow, and I'll get you right and like hurry up um i kind of wish that they had like said some more interesting things some Mm. more stuff with a little more personality because mostly it just kind of sounds like noises regardless of the language you're having them speak 
I mean, the the voices really charmed the hell out of me when I was originally playing this game, but uh, they didn't do that much for me this time. Maybe I've gotten hardened and cynical in my old age, but yeah, little cutesy voices <laughs> I, in the worms I weren't did, as charming yeah. as they were. They never got to be fully like annoying for me, but they're definitely not as charming as I thought they were originally. Um, I think it might be... The, I'm guessing that the N64 has probably less audio samples in it, and that they're also lower quality than like the Dreamcast one. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So some of the gameplay modes here, if you choose to go single player, which I recommend against, um, you could do just like a, a mission-based structure where they kind of uh, give you a goal and tell you how to do it. Or, well, they don't tell you how to do it, but they give you a goal and they give you and like usually one or two worms. Set, set arsenal. Like, right. You have to make it across this level and you only can use the handgun or something. Right. Like but then isn't it broken up by tutorials too it's it's sort of well you can do a tutorial mode you can do like a training mode yeah there is a training uh, mode okay. yeah which is uh All which right. is always welcome in in games i mean this one's not very complicated really but it's always welcome to get right. to this know. is one of those like it's simple in concept but sort of difficult to master cuz like to get good at this game you really need to get a feel of like how much power to put into your shots in order to yes. gauge that distance. Mm-hmm. Um, really, if you're really good players, can be like surgical with those grenades. You know, mm-hmm. like you time out exactly how uh, long the fuse is. You can chuck it up in the air and time it just right when it falls down. I was never able to do it. Doug, were you able to do that? Were you any good with the grenades? No, no, I was terrible. And that's why that's why this game worked for both my friend and I, who I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I just walked around with an Uzi for the most part. I was like, okay, well, I can aim this well. And then I'd be like, well, wait, I have a girder? Oh, I can rotate? Also, it can get bigger? Why am I doing this? Like, now I just trapped myself. That was a mistake. So, And then for him, he's swinging around on stuff and doing heat-seeking missiles and nonsense where anytime I did it just would hit a wall or something so that's why this game worked is because he could save my ass the idiot who doesn't know how to play video games (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's like proto Fortnite, right you're just building little girders and you're putting up barriers and everything like that Mm -hmm. yeah I think for as big as the arsenal in this game is it is easy to kind of fall into routines it's easy to find a favorite and kind of stick with it you know uh, I think we use the, the the baseball bat. It's like incredibly effective in right. the right situation. That, that, so there's really no reason not to like mess with most things. Most of your standard shots will do like if you hit, hit make a good shot with your bazooka, it'll probably do like sixty damage. Yeah. And most of mo- the worms start with a hundred health. Your your I think yeah. your cartridge someone had tinkered with the options and right. set some weird stuff. But I think a hundred health is the default. And so like you can try and hit them directly with the bazooka, or you can just take a baseball bat and whack them off the edge mm-hmm. by getting close. And you can't miss with the baseball no, bat unless yeah. you're really inept. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't miss. And as you said earlier, some of the weapons like that sheep is adorable. Oh yeah, but it is wildly complicated i mean it's it's jumping really high sometimes and you'll just overshoot guys so some is just i think for novelties (laughs) oh yeah so i mean yeah so the training mode there's training mode there's mission mode and then there's like a single player deathmatch mode which you can set up like a quick start to just kind of quickly get into it or you can uh uh, set your parameters but again i just wouldn't really recommend playing it single player it's fine it all works but uh if you think it's slow normally, wait until you're waiting for yeah, the computer to so, take their turn. Well, basically, like you described, this is a turn-based game. Um, but the thing that's annoying about that is once once it becomes your turn and you take your shot, aside from how slow you move, there's about it felt like about 10, 15 seconds from the time where you take your shot, mm-hmm. hit the opponent 
for their damage to get registered, for something to appear at the top of the screen saying what's happened, and then to move mm-hmm. to the next character. Right. And you're like, why is this taking so long um, to move forward? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I feel like, and when you play with the computer, the computer is constantly switching between worms. They'll like rotate through their whole team, like twice before they settle on one to shoot with. Right. And you're like, come on, guys, your computer just. If anything, the computer should be playing faster because yeah. they should be knowing what they want to do. It's not like the computer has to think about it. <laughs> These moves are already programmed into what it should do, right? And it should just well, act. And I remember the computer bouncing around like they would. The worm would move. He'd jump a little bit, do a backflip, move some more, and then he would just pass on his turn. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What? It took you five minutes, and you didn't do anything." He's perfecting his parkour moves yeah. so he can totally go <laughs> yeah. off on you later. Yeah. Uh, all right, I, I wrote down like a list of all of the weapons, but I don't I don't know if I necessarily feel like reading this whole list of weapons. It's ridiculous how many weapons are on here. But and you covered a lot of them. You covered yeah, like, the I feel basics. like I covered the highlights. Are there any others? One that I really like some... there's is the super sheep, which functions oh, yeah. like a normal sheep, but when you activate it, it flies up into the air and you can control it. It's got a little cape and you can control it and land it down on people to explode. Yeah, on. yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Hol- I Holy Hand Grenade. Remember that. Holy Hand Grenade, of course, is a favorite. Uh, I love doing all the different air strikes and like mm-hmm. the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because you could do carpet bombing where they literally drop rolls of carpet and Which, those carpets fun. like bounce around. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lots of different great cluster bomb options like the banana bomb does yep. really uh, a lot of damage. Uh, I love using like the super nuclear options. Like you could press uh, uh, nuclear strike and just the water level raises in the whole level and then everybody gets sick so it's a really good way to fuck people <laughs> up if anybody's like situated low in the ground and then there's Armageddon mode which basically destroys the entire level you can survive Armageddon but like it's really hard uh, to do you have to be kind of uh, buried somewhere and uh, uh, be high enough away from the water to not get drowned and then let's I- oh, go ahead I, I enjoyed, and it's not really much of a weapon, but I always enjoyed the blowtorch where you could cut your way through parts of the level because I felt like sometimes, depending on just how it's set up, some guys are just isolated. They're just off, and, and you can't get up over some of the obstacles, and it's easier to cut your way through. I thought that was a pretty helpful yeah. little tool there. And that that's sort of a good point about the game in general. One of the things that makes the Worms game stands out is that the environments are all super destructible. Like, whenever you set a bazooka, it'll make this little mm-hmm. ring in the level where you shot. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a banana or the Holy Hanger makes this huge circle, and then guys can sort of get stuck down there. Or mm-hmm. They become more vulnerable. So you can destroy the cover around guys, yeah. which is fun. Um, one thing that we haven't talked about yet, which I think is always important to bring up, is the grappling rook. Hook, grappling rook. Grappling rook. Uh, yeah. Which can only move horizontally along yeah. the chessboard. Um, no, the uh, grappling hook, aka ninja rope, that's in this game. Yes. Always exciting when we have grappling hooks in games. And I'm going to cue our grappling hook sound now because we have a grappling hook sound now. Um, yeah, so no, yeah, grappling looks have... great. The ninja rope, like, I, I remember when I would play this on the Dreamcast, I got really good with the ninja rope, and uh, you can kind of, I don't know, it doesn't really adhere to any kind of realistic physics, because <laughs> you can plant the hook, and then you can extend your rope, and, like, it pushes your worm out, like, yeah. as far as a rope will go. Mm-hmm. Then you could, like, literally wrap yourself around entire chunks I mean, of I land. I imagine that if you attach the worm to a rope, like, 
it worm probably wouldn't provide much resistance the other way. <laughs> so you could probably swing it pretty far. I the suppose other way. so. Yeah, you probably can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like the worm like may as well not even be there. And the advantage of the gra- of the ninja rope slash grappling hook, aside from looking awesome, is that you can use it and move and then take a shot. Right. There. Usually you can only use one weapon a turn. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you get to do something similar with the jetpack, which I'm very fond of. The mm-hmm. jetpack's good for getting you out of tight situations, yes. and you can drop dynamite on people from above. And the dynamite is quite powerful, so it's a good thing to use when you can. Doug, do you have a favorite weapon in this from what you recall? No, no, no. I was I was a dummy. I just used the the simplest things I could possibly get. But uh, one thing that I really I always enjoyed about this game is when a worm dies, he does self destruct. Yes, you can get a a cluster of them together. Yeah. Then they just blow one another up or blow a giant hole in the ground at the end. Oh, the most satisfying thing in these games is when you can trigger, like, uh, uh, chain reactions. So you hit somebody with a bazooka and they're standing next to a mine, and so that blows up the mine, and then it blows up the explosive barrel, and he just keeps chaining like that. So if you can do that, it's really, really fun. Uh, There are these rare little moments where they do that. But yeah, the the I think a lot of the uh, a lot of the shine is off the apple for me playing it this time around. <laughs> like it's it's certainly it's certainly not a bad game, but uh, I think maybe I'm just less tolerant of how slow it is uh, than I was back. You know, in in 2000, everything was slow, and you had to listen to ching 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 every time the disc was loading. You know, so you just kind of assume that's yeah, the way it was. My Dreamcast, whenever I put a game in there, it goes. And I'm like, oh, is my Dreamcast about to eat this disc? Oh, the Dreamcast was like the noisiest of the consoles. Like, it it was always protesting. It was like, no, too much It was a very angry sound that it makes. (laughs) And that is not the sound of a happy console. No, no. Um, No wonder it birthed Shadow the Hedgehog, you know? It's so aggro. I think the other thing is, just just thinking back, again, 19 years ago, I think that the the slowness, that's a word, of this didn't bother me at the time, too, because I remember we used to stack another TV on top. Oh, yes. And then we just put The Simpsons on that. Wow. So playing, I used to do that, like too. It was, it was wonderful. Oh, man. I did that, too. I had a, uh, I had like a big, like old fashioned TV that also kind of doubles yeah. as a table, you know? And then uh-huh. I had like a good TV perched on top of that. So I would have like high def movies yep. playing on top. And then I'm playing like an old uh, 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 NES right. on yeah. the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I feel seen. I feel seen. <laughs> I mean, I guess that just goes to show like the amount of investment that this game requires when that you can just watch The Simpsons between turns. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And you can totally yeah, turn sure. off the sound or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I, yeah. I remember mm-hmm. playing, I played Worms 2 a lot on PC, and I really liked it. Um, and I, I do like the core gameplay of Worms. I think that this is this might be a bad version. Um, I wonder, I, I don't know. Because I feel like the controls are feel awkward on this controller, just in the same way that most games feel awkward on this controller. It's true, yeah, I was going to say, um, what doesn't, yeah. because yeah, it's like, the A and B buttons jump in different directions, and Z is the trigger, Yeah, and, you know, that's mm-hmm. okay, you just kind of would expect A to shoot your weapon, since that's kind of the main button. Yeah. But, so it's just, it's one of those games that doesn't feel like it has that many controls, yet somehow you still manage to be pressing the wrong button a lot of the time. I did that a lot with yeah. the jumping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> jumping was crazy. It's crazy. Like, why? I, 
how how do you flip constantly backwards when you want to jump forward? Yeah, there didn't really seem to be a rhyme or reason. Well, for if that you tap the the B jump button to jump straight up, and you tap it twice quickly, your character will do a backflip. Right. Um, but what well, so, do you don't explain no, this? Just just okay. agree. You're right. And move Excellent on. point. Excellent point. <laughs> this game is very faulty, and they should. Yeah. yeah clearly, it was a bug with the game. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's not me not understanding. <laughs> Right. What it is not the job speed? of the Nintendo 64 I mean, podcast to explain these games. I mean, we sim- seek simply to complain about them. If, if like, it is weird having two jump buttons on like one controller, and, and like I one goes forward and one goes back. What the point of the one that jumps straight up is? Like, if you yeah, just press the do? B button, you jump straight yeah. up you, like a couple inches. You, it's not like you can dodge anything no. or like yeah, or jump over people charging at you. Yeah. Like, there's nothing you can do with that straight up jump. So yeah, it seems kind of pointless. That should just be a dedicated backflip yeah. button. But there was a point where we were playing where I uh, I had my wife was playing with us too. So I had uh, both Woody mm-hmm. and Nicole were in a crater. I had two of their worms dead to rights. I came up to the edge. I said, "Okay, watch how I screw this up." And then I dropped some dynamite in there, and everyone's like, "Oh, look, you didn't screw it up. You did great." And then I pressed the wrong jump button, fell right into the hole with them, and we all died. <laughs> so I can reliably screw up yeah. this game every time I play it. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, like we like we kind of say, multiplayer is pretty much where it's at. Like yeah. I think this is mm-hmm. this is a quite a fun multiplayer game if you have a lot of people and if you're in kind of a more well, relaxed headspace. I guess you could play with more than three people pretty easily, just yeah. in a way um, by mm-hmm. like splitting the teams into. You have each person control a certain amount of worms. On sure, each yeah, team. yeah. Well, each person can yeah. have their own worm. Yeah, just switch controllers back and forth. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that could be a really fun way to do it. And it's, it's kind of yeah. It's a little more slow. Like if you're if you're golden eyed and Mario Karted out, this is kind of a good four player yes. option. If you're if um, you're looking for a game, if you're more interested in just chatting with your friends or consuming certain substances, yes, um, this might be a good game to play in in between that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, there's no. Yeah, you're not. You're not getting anything out of this. Like you said in regular. I don't know. Like you said, there's no story. Like there's nothing to this. I mean, there's no. There's no goal, right? Well, the you goal is to kill all the the enemy worms. Through, oh, yeah, yeah, but like I mean, no. Is you just play through level upon level of that. Yeah. In the end, I, I don't. And it know didn't even doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, do you like, you try so hard. Like, there's nothing. <laughs> Got so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I agree, and it's it's uh, if you're into that kind of small chunk puzzle format sure. of the uh, uh, one player mode, like with the mission mode, then sure, go for it. That didn't really uh, do too terribly much for me. Uh, maybe I was playing on the wrong levels, this, but I don't know. This is a game. The heart of Worms is it's a game where you just kind of dick around, and then crazy stuff happens, and you all go whoa, just like, like in you, life, man. Yeah, when yeah. you throw yeah. a grenade and it <laughs> knocks the person in mind, like you were saying, or the concrete donkey comes down and. Yeah. Just, just chaos happens and it's all it's cute and funny and it's good for some yachts. It's it's uh it's harmless. Yeah, the game's it's about as harmless as a real worm without a uh what bazooka it's attached a real, to it. Yeah, it's a real Douglas Adams novel. It is, yes. It's mostly harmless. <laughs> mostly harmless. It's the restaurant at the end of the universe. Yeah. Um well let's move on to it's our a real rankings so here. long and thanks for all the fish. It's a real uh can't name any more of his books. It's Dirk Gently. It's a Dirk Gently. Yeah, it's a it's a real holistic detective agency. <laughs> it's a real dark tea time of the soul. 
You have way more of these than me. Wow. And yet none of us have mentioned Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy even once. That's what I was thinking. I was like, is this the guy that wrote that? Because they're missing. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I I just, yeah, and I should note there's no, um, you can play with computer bots in multiplayer. You can play humans and computers. Um, Mm -hmm. There's really no, like, mode selection in the multiplayer. It's only, like, a deathmatch. Yeah. And there is pretty good Mm -hmm. customization of, like, what kind of... um, how many worms do you want per the team? And you can right. mess with a lot in the options of like yeah. how much health you get, how much time you get per turn. Yeah, you could set which fuses on grenades and things like that. Like, yeah, if, if you really want, if you're like really nitpicky about stuff like this and you really want to go in and customize the hell out of it, there's an impressive amount of options here. I will give them that. Like, mm-hmm. you really can customize the hell out of these multiplayer games. Well, the thing that I would say is, and again, just from watching videos online, um, I, I don't remember a timer. And I guess you can turn that off. I wouldn't surprise every time me I was if you could turn that somebody, up, yeah. Yeah, I, I never remember being timed. Like, I remember getting up and leaving the room and coming back and then moving my worm around. Like, I don't remember ever being on a timer. Oh, see, and I, I only remembered it with, like, I, I remember the time being even shorter than we actually got in this oh, one. Wow, so, yeah, okay. I think that's just uh, just the options. And and when I had this on Dreamcast, I never messed with the uh, uh, options very much or really the multiplayer right. because nobody wanted to play it with me. I had friends. They just didn't like me. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, do we have anything else to say about Worms Armageddon? Have we have we beaten no. this little uh, this little worm into the ground and fed it to so our yeah, Bassmaster? So. Have we cut it in half and grew two new worms? <laughs> have we ground up them up and fed them to other worms and then watched them solve a maze in the first try? That's a thing. Whoa. Yeah. Worms are weird. Anyway, uh, let's move on to our rankings. Each week we are ranking the games that we are just talking about. Doug, you have one and only game on here, so congratulations. This is your favorite game. <laughs> right, and it's my least favorite game. And it's your least favorite game. Absolutely. Did you, did you like this game more or less than Goldeneye? What, which were you more excited to play? Uh, uh, you know what's, you know what's funny? <laughs> okay. Because my friend was great at video games, I loved playing Worms because I could not play GoldenEye against him. I was dead immediately, every single time. And even if he had people over, everyone was better at video games than I was. Yeah, yeah. So I hated, I hated GoldenEye. I hate that game so yeah. much. I know it's an unpopular no, opinion. No. But man, do I hate that game. Because I never played it. Like, I never played it as an actual game. I only played You were just the, Death you were just the fodder yeah. for people to get, was, rack up it, kills yeah. on. I was it that was guy, too. Awful. I was that guy, too. I just kind of ran around and hoped that nobody shot me and that they'd shoot each other and that I could just turn it off at some point. <laughs> I mean so yeah worms worms is my favorite game ever we'll, we'll we'll get to it when we talk about goldeneye but like i i would only be able to play multiplayer if we did the uh uh license to kill mode with it's the one shot that's the only way i could stand oh, yeah, yeah. a chance is I mean, if i, I had will like a one shot kill that, that's the most fun way to play i think game, so too we, yeah we'll, we'll get there we'll get there we'll get right. there uh, uh woody where is this one going for sure you? um this one is going for me um at number 60 okay which is not you know n- nowhere to be ashamed of no, um, i'm gonna put it right under pilot wings um in the scope of like boring games that I'm happy to play in the background, yeah, um, I do like the core gameplay of Worms. Like I said, I feel like this version was extra slow. The controller felt weird. Yeah, I'm sure you can find a version <laughs> of either this game um, or some other Worms games that's probably almost identical mm-hmm. for your PC 
for a lot less than this cartridge would cost you at this point. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah. 50 times less. Yeah, I'm sure um, this is on Steam for like a dollar. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, there, there are better ways stop, to play. Stop bringing Oh, sorry. Oh, no. yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm sure it's free everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I've got 30 copies. No. So, um, yeah, and I I think it's it's a fun, it's a different kind of multiplayer mm-hmm. game for the N64. Yeah. Um, but it would mm-hmm. take a lot for me to reach for this as my go-to. That's fair. That's fair. I'm, I'm going to similar boat i'm putting this uh at number uh 55 so that's going to be right below the nfl blitz games and right above space station silicon valley uh which to be clear is still well within the range of games i would yeah, play again this is still like this i feel like this yeah. definitive breaks on our list and i would say definitely within like the first 50 to 70 are yeah like- okay game yeah they're still they're still totally mm-hmm. good fine games that you would play um yeah. i think i was a little disappointed with this uh just based on my my memories of it it didn't quite hold up as well and it was just a little too sluggish even though i get that's the bit because they're slow they're worms whatever it still was just a little sluggish for me it was not the actual move in in the turns the speed there doesn't bother me yeah like, that's what i'm used to it was it's just the, the long, time between yeah. each turn mm-hmm. after you shot that was driving me nuts right yeah i i agree with you on that one um so yeah 55 i think that's it's still in the rant you know we've actually had a pretty good run of episodes mm-hmm. lately of like a uh, uh, pretty high-ranking game so like you know this this is still up there i think yeah yeah well that has been the show for this evening doug thank you so much for being here man it's been awesome hey, it's thank been awesome you for having me this was this was a lot of fun and i have to say i hope i'm not the only listener who does not play games. oh yeah but all the time yeah maybe just i mean just for you guys uh, a while ago when you were talking about uh zelda what Ocarina of yeah. Time, something like that? Okay. And you had said, oh, 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 don't worry. I'm sure everyone that listens to this has played a Zelda <laughs> game. I've never played a Zelda but, game in my but, life. I enjoy listening to the two of you. I I'm really so do. glad to hear that. That's really cool, man. I, I, I feel the same way about your show. Uh, can you tell us where people can find your show, your Patreon, any of that stuff? Uh, you know what? Just type good times, great movies into whatever search engine you use. If you're a psycho, that would be Bing. <laughs> uh, Alta Vista. Just type it, yeah, just type it in. Uh, you'll find Jeeves. us anywhere you get podcasts. Times, and yes, we do have a Patreon where we have bonus episodes, uh, things like that. So so check it out. You, you might enjoy it and, and maybe discover a movie that you thought you liked and it's really terrible. I heard. Or something you... Oh, go no, ahead. I heard that there was this great movie called Party Camp, which I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> excited to check out now. Really yeah. fantastic. My friend Steve was a huge fan. A major All fan, right, major fan. Uh, I would I would tell everybody to start with, go to our Sleepaway Camp episode. Oh, I love Sleepaway Camp. It's pretty early, but it's amazing because my co-host had never seen oh, it. Oh, man. And her reaction throughout the podcast to everything that was happening when she watched this movie is amazing oh man so, for real my my out. friend Lindsay hosts uh, a yearly uh sleepaway camp party and everyone needs to try and bring somebody who's never seen it before <laughs> just so we could see their reaction we have a whole drinking oh. game it's it's a blast every year so we're actually due to have that pretty soon i think we gotta we gotta <laughs> organize that hey everybody steve jumping in here we had a bit of a change in programming uh so we are no longer going to do the game we had originally announced here which we will keep a surprise it's not that exciting uh but instead we are going to be doing chameleon twist and chameleon twist 2 a couple of weird uh grapple hook centric 
tongue lashing platforming games that uh, Woody's been defending for a while, and I have some dismissive feelings about. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens when we record. All right, thanks, y'all. Tune in for that one, and uh, then we got a big old uh, treat coming for you on our hundredth episode, which is coming Ooh. up just after that. So uh, tune in. You're going to want to be a part of all of this. So uh, anyway, thank you everybody for being here. Uh, I am just going to launch this uh, super sheep at everybody to end this podcast. Ba 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 kaboom. Yeah, when he grabs his guitar and starts to pluck